Welcome to the Faith Assembly Podcast. We're so glad that you joined us today. It is our desire at Faith to help you connect, grow, and go in your walk with God. We hope you're encouraged by this message from Pastor Steve. So, Romans 8, verse 28 says this. And we know that all things, everybody say all things, work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. If you're taking notes this morning, you're going to want to write down that phrase, according to his purpose. According to his purpose. Look at your neighbor and tell him all things are working for my good. God's doing something in me. Amen? Amen. How many of you like the idea of taking a trip better than you actually like to take the trip? Right? Come on now. You like the idea of taking the trip better than you... In other words, you, you like fantasizing about a destination more than you like embarking on a journey. Right? I mean, it's like I can name you a million places that you'd want to go and you'd say, yes, I'd love to go. It costs too much to fly. It's too far to drive. I, but I don't, I'm not about taking the trip. I want to get there, but I'm not about taking the trip. You know, there's a lot of places that we can see ourselves. How many of you have places that you can see yourself? Sometimes the wife and I, we watch house hunters. And every time, invariably, they're, they're going through these houses. They're out on the back deck. They're at the little neat breakfast nook. And they see the great living room. And, they, and what do they say? Well, I can see myself. They can see their self having a cup of coffee, watching the sun come up. They can see themselves entertaining in that great space, whatever it is. They can see themselves there. And you and I as believers, there's a lot of places that we can see ourselves. And honestly, we can get all hyped up and we can get excited about where we see ourselves. I'm sure if I were to ask you this morning, if I was to take the time to poll this congregation today, there would be some of you that if you would roll up your shirt sleeve and you would begin to tell what God has laid on your heart and where you feel the Spirit of God is calling you, that the hair would stand on end on your arms. You would be so excited and stoked about the destination that you feel God is calling you towards. I want to tell you something today. God has a plan for your life. You're, you're not an aimless wanderer. God has a plan for your life. God has a purpose for you. We don't have time in this single service today to recount all the promises of God or to pass the microphone around and let everybody say what they feel like the Lord is calling them towards. But I want to tell you today, I want to speak to you about moving towards your destiny. And as we begin today, I want to take a minute here and just add a little definition to the term destiny. You know, we spend a lot of time talking about destiny. And oftentimes when we hear destiny spoken of, we don't, actually we don't talk about destiny in those terms. We talk about destiny in terms like God's plan. 
and God's will. But when we're talking about the plan of God for your life and the will of God for your life, we're talking about your destiny, your purpose. This is coming back to Romans 8, 28 right now about the purpose. You are called according to God's purpose. That means God has a destiny. He has a destination in mind for you. And every day that you live, if you will live yielded and submissive to the work of the Lord in your life, he's going to move you closer and closer towards your destiny. Now, when we do talk about destiny in terms of stating the word destiny, we often get a little confused. Because we refer to destiny in terms of happenstance. It's like something bad happens to us. If something negative comes in our lives, a lot of times we'll say, well, I guess I was just destined to be a failure. I guess, I guess this was just what is destined to happen to me. Or, or either we talk about destiny and we feel like it can only be perceived in the context of history. In other words, we've got to wait until our lives are already lived out before we can ascertain what our destiny is. But I want to tell you that's not true. Destiny is not a matter of chance. Destiny is a matter of creation. Come on, somebody. Destiny is a matter of creation. You see, before you were knit together in your mother's womb, God knew you and God fashioned you and God purposed you for a certain thing and that is your destiny. And today I want to talk to you moving forward about moving towards your destiny. It wasn't a matter of chance that Jeremiah the prophet was a prophet. And it wasn't just in the context of a life lived that we're able to say that it was destined for him to be a prophet. No, as a matter of fact, the Lord spoke to Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 1 and said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, and before you were born, I sanctified you, I set you apart for a purpose, and I ordained you a prophet to the nations. I want to tell you something today, church, if you need to identify your destiny, it is that God-sized dream that is conceived in you by the power of the Holy Spirit and it's birthed in our lives when we diligently pursue God's plan and God's will for our lives. If I ask you now to close your eyes and think about that one thing that you've always envisioned yourself doing or being, maybe that you haven't done yet, and it doesn't have to be a spiritual thing. I believe God calls businessmen. I believe that God calls teachers. I believe that God calls nurses and physicians and people to serve in those capacities. But there's something on the inside of you that wants to get out terrible bad and manifest itself through your life. And it's not something mediocre. And it's not something status quo. But it is something extraordinary. I'm telling you, that is the created purpose of God on the inside of you that's clawing and trying to find an expression on the outside of you. And you think about that thing. It's your destination and you want to get there with everything that's inside of you. But some of you have suppressed your dreams. You haven't, you haven't seen any way that it could come to pass. You've shortchanged yourself thinking that it could never happen to you. But I want to tell you something. You may have thought that the dream of God and the purpose of God was dead and long gone in your life. But I'm here to tell you this morning that it's not. 
It's not because according to Paul in Romans chapter 11, verse 29, it says, for the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. You may have feared it. You may have denied it. You may have suppressed it. You may have run from it. But I want to tell you today, God didn't make a mistake when he created you and there's no flaw in his design for your life, nor has he recanted on his promise or his purpose for you. How many people of purpose have we got in the house today? Come on, somebody. That's right. What is your destiny? What's your destiny? Do you act like you don't know? Are you embarrassed to say? Are you worried about what others are going to think if you announce your destiny? I'm telling you, it's a merited fear. You see, Joseph announced his destiny to his family. They ridiculed him. They despised him. They abused him. They neglected him because he announced his destiny. Jesus announced to the disciples his destiny, and Peter rebuked him. The Lord announced to Abraham Sarah's destiny, and she laughed. I offer you a word of caution this morning. Don't ever laugh at anybody's dream. You may not see it in them. Oh, Sarah didn't even see it in herself. She was just an old lady. She was well past, the Scripture says, the age of childbearing. But God came, and God pronounced a purpose over her life, and it didn't matter what physics said about her. It didn't matter what age said about her. It didn't matter what the mirror reflected about her. God had a purpose for her, and he was about to bring it to pass in her life. And she laughed at it. Don't ever laugh at anybody's dream. You might just be scoffing at the very plan of God for that individual. Just because you don't see it don't mean it's not valid. But I didn't come here today to talk to you about the specifics of your destiny because you don't need me or anyone else to define for you what your destiny is. I I believe that. I believe that because I believe as I'm talking right now, there, there are some of you right now that you're feeling a renewed sense of call. You're feeling passions begin to be renewed in your life. You're allowing faith to arise and new hope to begin to spring up on your horizons of your mind's eye. And I want to talk to you today about the truth, though, that's associated with travel. Because you see, for me to get from where I'm at to where God wants me to be, there's a little bit of a journey that's got to take place. You see, where God wants us to be again, it's one of those places that we can see ourselves but we're not sure we're ready to take the journey. We're not, we're not sure that we have the stamina, that we have the resources, that we have the wherewithal to move from point A to point B. I want to tell you today, it's not enough to simply fantasize about the destination until we're willing to make the journey. We're never going to enjoy the benefit of being there. So I need some people today, I need some children of God that understand their purpose, that they are called according to a purpose, and they're ready to get up, and they're ready to be moved towards their destiny. Because that's when you're going to walk in the fruit and the fullness of what God wants to do in your life. Mm Mm-hmm. We may desperately want to get there. We're where we'd like to be, but, but when we see the journey, sometimes we begin to shrink back. Because the thought of the journey or or what it's going to take to get us from where we are to where we want to be. There are places that some of you would love to go. But you know in order to get there, you're going to have to get on a jet plane. And you ain't about to do that. So you're just not going to go because you don't fly. There's some of you 
that there are places that you'd like to go, but you know in order to get there, you're going to have to board a ship and you're going to have to launch out into the deep water and you're going to have to spend some time without any land in sight and you're not about to do that because you don't do... Because <laughs> you don't do ships. Some of you, you've got places you want to go, but you know to get there, you'd have to get in a car and you might have to drive for days and you're not going to do that because you don't do long distances. We would all like to arrive at certain places. I'd like to arrive at 30 pounds lighter. But I'm telling you, there's a hard and arduous journey of self-discipline and exercise between me and where I want to go. Some of us would like to arrive at wealthy, but we're not sure that we want to cut our habits and we're not sure we want to amend our ways in order to accommodate that in our lives. There are some of us that we'd like to finish a degree at school or maybe go back to school in order to advance our career, but we're not ready to put up with the long, hard journey of study and discipline and laying things aside to attain that goal. We, we know that there's a truth associated with travel, and, and that is that sometimes travel just costs us. You know, we keep a close eye anymore on the gas prices. They go up, they go down. What drives that? I don't have a clue. I don't know why it can be 20 cents more here than it is the next town 10 miles over. I, I don't get that. But it, we know it costs us. It takes our time. It takes our energy. It's an exercise in endurance and patience. Sometimes there are unexpected expenses. We hadn't, we hadn't planned on the tires blowing out. We didn't plan on the car breaking down. We weren't expecting quite as long of a layover or for our flights to get canceled or for that traffic to be at a standstill. I'm telling you, traveling is a pain. It's a pain. I love to go. But I wish I could just be there. I mean, so who's with me? You, you love to be there, but the getting there is troublesome. It's hard. We can, we can be as excited. We can be as excited as we want to be about the destination. But we'll never get there if we don't learn how to understand and appreciate the journey. That's right. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Because it's not the destination that we have a problem understanding sometimes. It's the journey. The hymn writer wrote and said, through many dangers, toils, and snares, I have already come. See, and we sing that and we weep and the tears flow from our eyes. And that's wonderful as we reflect on John Newton's story. And we say, bless God that through many dangers, toils, and snares, our brother was led. But when we're in the journey, when we're the ones taking the trip, and we find ourselves in the mix of dangers and toils and snares, it's not so pleasant anymore. <laughs> Somebody says, do you want to go? And we say, sign me up. We get a few miles down the road, and it's not turning out the way we thought, and we're thinking to ourselves, take me home. <laughs> See, it's, it's the things that happen to us along the way that we weren't expecting. 
It's those sometimes less than desirable traveling conditions. We, we want the heavens to split open and the glory of God to descend and to be ushered into the thing that God has prepared for us, but that's not how it works. How many of you believe that David was destined to be a giant slayer? Oh, David, his destiny was to be a giant slayer and a king. That's right. David didn't become a giant slayer because one day he decided to step out on the battlefield. See, David didn't just become a giant slayer just because one day he walked out and the Philistine was laughing. No, 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 no. David became a giant slayer because he spent many, many, many lonely hours out in the field in the solitude of his father's sheep herd, keeping watch over the flocks, and he and God staving off the wolves and the lions and the bears. Oh, my. With nothing but a slingshot in his hand. That's all he had. It was just him and God. That's where David became a giant slayer. But some of us can't stand the lonely. Some of us can't stand the solitude. Some of us can't stand that place that God has to take us through to get us prepared for where we're going. You see, David didn't become a giant slayer on the battlefield. David became a giant slayer in the sheep herd. Joseph didn't become second in command of the world's largest empire because it was convenient. He faced rejection and betrayal. He faced heartache. He faced persecution and imprisonment. And after all those years, God was doing something in his life to position him for his purpose. See, God's not going to teleport you to your destiny. God's not going to translate you from where you are to where he wants you to be. No, 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 no. He's going to lead you. He's going to guide you. He's going to direct you. He's going to allow things into your life that are going to shape you and fashion you for what's next in your life. He's going to permit you to walk through some things that are going to better develop you into understanding his goodness and his grace. He's going to permit you to walk through some things that are going to put some iron in your spiritual backbone. You're going to be able to carry tomorrow's load because of what God is doing in your life today. Sometimes you're going to face detours. There are some times that it's going to seem like you've been knocked off your route like your dreams are being crushed and like nothing's ever going to work out. There may be seasons where you have to be pulled aside for some testing. There may be times when you have to walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but I'm telling you today, church, don't fear any evil because surely his goodness and his mercy is going to follow you all the days of your life. Sometimes you're going to encounter hardships. Oh, your friends, they're going to forsake you. People are going to speak evil against you. They're going to turn their backs on you. Even those that are closest to you are going to think that you've lost your mind because you speak in terms of hope in what God wants to do in your life. You're going to have to weep through the darkest of the night hour. You're going to wonder where is God in all of it. 
You're not going to understand everything that's coming your way or why things have to be the way they are. But I'm here today to tell you, church, don't worry about the weeping because the weeping only endures for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Sometimes it's going to cost you. There's going to be work involved. It's not going to be handed to you. You're going to question God asking, why does all this have to be so hard? It's going to be hard because God... Let me tell y'all a secret. Sometimes it's going to be hard. And there's going to be some work involved. And the reason it's going to be hard is because God's trying to make a champion out of you and not a chump. Jim, you, you know them guys at school? Their daddy was rich, and he gave them everything they had. They didn't know what it meant to work for anything. They didn't know what it meant to scrap and to scrape. What were they? Chumps. Chumps. But when you get in the heat of the fire, and you get down to a place that you understand that when God is all you've got, you know that God is all that you need. I'm telling you, you're about to emerge out of that fire a champion. You're going to come forth. Though you be tested with fire, you will come forth shining like gold. Somebody's about to get free in this house right now. Let me tell you something, if it was easy, anybody could do it. I said, if it was easy, anybody could do it. If it was easy, anybody could do it, but you ain't just anybody. You are called and created by the Most High God. He has fashioned you with a purpose and a plan. If anybody could do it, if it was easy, anybody could do it, but you ain't anybody. God's got his hand on your life. He's got a purpose for you. He's got a gift in you, and it is without repentance. It is irrevocable. He's not going to change his mind about you. He loves you. He's going to lead you. He's going to guide you. Understand that whatever route you're traveling through, sometimes it may be painful. You're going to walk through some fiery trials that are going to put a temper in your spirit that's going to make you strong for what's ahead of you. You're going to walk through some agonizing situations that are hard to give you the resolve to rise up and go to the next level. But it's okay because God says when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when the rivers and through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. And when you walk through the fire, come on somebody, how many of you have been through the fire? When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. I want to tell you today, whatever route you're taking right now, whatever trial you're going through, whatever hardship you're facing, whatever adversity is coming against you right now, you may not understand it and you may not like it. But I want to tell you something. If you'll cling to the faithful hand of God 
All I can tell you about the journey that you're on right now is that it is the pathway to positioning because the promise of his word is that he's going to work all things together for the good of those that love him and are called according to his purpose. I'm a man of purpose. You're a woman of purpose. You're a child of God and there's a purpose for you and I don't understand what he's leading you through right now. Sister, I don't understand about that thing that's going on. I don't know about it, but I can tell you it's a pathway of purpose. It's a pathway to positioning because God's going to pour something out in your life. Amen? Amen. God's getting ready to move you to the next level. Mm. You see, smooth seas, smooth seas don't make skillful sailors. God may be permitting you to go through a storm right now. God's permitting that thing into your life right now because he wants to promote you. He wants you to be ready to go higher. He wants to make you ready to get closer to your destiny. If he gave you everything that he's got for you right now, it would crush you. But he's got you in the right place to move you to the next place to give you what he's got in store for you. Keep moving. Keep trusting. And view your journey through the lens of confidence. Being confident of this very thing that he who began a good work in you is going to complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. You know, some time ago I went to the Lord in prayer. You know what we do good when we're praying? And we tell God how hard it is. Oh, Lord, you don't know where I've been. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what they said about me. And I was rehearsing some of that stuff before the Lord. I was right here. And I said, God, this isn't going. Mm -mm. This can't be for me. This can't, you, Lord, you don't understand. This is not according to the plan. This is, this is not how this is supposed to be working out. I, I just couldn't see how any of it was in my favor. And I couldn't discern the hand of God. And I felt forsaken and self-pity was beginning to set in. How many ever prayed until the spirit of self-pity rose up? I mean, you just convinced yourself that you were defeated while you were praying. And that spirit began to rise up in me and God spoke to me as clear as a bell. And he said, my sovereignty is greater than your ignorance. I want to say that again. He said, my sovereignty is greater than your ignorance. And he continued, just because you don't understand something is no cause to doubt my plan. Just because you don't understand something is no cause to doubt my plan. And he continued and he'd say, if you could get your eyes off yourself for just a minute and stop focusing on the pain and the heartache that you've endured, you would see that I have positioned you in a greater way to receive more of my blessing. Sometimes on our journey, we can get so carnally minded that all we see is the difficulty associated with the journey. All we see is the heartache. All we see is the cost and all we see is the pain. 
And those are the things that we rehearse before God and those are the things that we seek the counsel of our friends to come alongside and pray for. And I'm not saying that we don't bear one another's burdens because that fulfills the law of the Lord. But I want to tell you something today. You're closer today than you were yesterday. Come on, somebody. You're closer today than you were yesterday. Every step you keep moving forward, you keep pressing on. You're closer today than you were yesterday. You're so much closer now. I know that God often works through the difficulties of your life, but he does some amazing things in those dark hours. God wants to take you on a journey. It's a journey called faith. We don't always understand it. We don't always like it, but we can always trust that we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and those who are called according to his purpose. His purpose is our destiny and God's gonna work it all out I said God's gonna work it all out God God wants you to move towards your destiny God wants to move you towards your destiny God wants to bring you to a place in your life that you'll be like Joseph and you'll say you know what you may have done me wrong you may have mistreated me things may not have worked out exactly like I thought they should have but what the enemy meant for evil against me to destroy me God meant it for my good God was moving me God was positioning me the enemy tried to destroy you but God's gonna use it for your good haters have tried to defame your character and they've spoken all manner of evil against you but God's gonna use it for your good <laughs> You've hit some bumps in the road, but God's going to use it to move you along. You've, hit, you've had some blowouts, but God's going to use it for your good. You've had some meltdowns, but God's going to use it for your good. You've had some setbacks, but God is going to use it for your good. When you're moving towards your destiny, you understand this one thing. that where your understanding runs out, his sovereign will holds firm. There is no weapon formed against you that's gonna prosper. Nothing, no earthly hindrance, no power of hell, nothing. He's unstoppable. We sang about it this morning, trust, that trust God that where your understanding runs out his sovereign will holds firm and he's gonna move you towards your journey your destiny just don't give up everybody stand with me all across this place the great Dr. King said if you can't fly run and if you can't run, walk. And if you can't walk, crawl. But whatever you do, don't ever stop moving. Don't ever stop moving. Don't ever, young man, God's got a plan for you. Don't ever stop moving. Not so, young man. God's got a plan for you. Don't ever stop moving. Lady, 
God's got a plan for you. Young lady, God's got a destiny for you. Retired folks, God's got a plan for you. Single folks, God's got... Don't you sell your destiny for no spur-of-the-moment trash. You wait until God brings you the man or the woman that's going to propel you towards your destiny. Don't you shortchange yourself and give yourself away. White folk, God's got a plan for you. Black folk, God's got a plan for you. Hispanic folk, Asian folk, God's got a plan for you. And the beautiful thing of it is, I believe in the body of Christ, is that we all come together from every kindred, tribe, and tongue. And we say, God, have your way in me. And we begin to move forward together in our destiny. We may not always fly, but we're going to run. And where we can't run, we're going to walk. And when we can't run, walk, we're going to crawl. But we ain't never going to stop moving. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters where only you can lead. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Now, there's some of you under the sound of my voice right now. You've been believing that lie of the devil. You have started on your journey every January for the last 15 years. But something happens. You run into some adversity. You run into some hardship. And you stop and you give up and you say I'll try again later maybe next time I want to tell you something today is a brand new starting point for you and I want to tell you I want to caution you that this time isn't going to be any different because anytime you get up to begin to move in the will and the plan of God that adversary is going to contend you. But you remember, God's not trying to make you a chump. He's making of you a champion. And you're going to get there. God's purpose and God's will is going to be fulfilled in your life. Do you believe that? I, hey, I don't know that you do. I don't... Brother, play that organ for me again. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. I believe I believe that if you really believe what God was about to do in you 
that you wouldn't be standing there staring at me. Somebody in this place would have their head raised to heaven going, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. When I was bound, you set me free. When I was in the miry pit, you raised me up and you set my feet on a rock. I was destined and bound for hell, but you have redeemed me and given me a purpose and a worth and a destiny that's going to lead into eternity. Jesus. Jesus. Mm. Somebody just looked at the neighbor and said, I can't believe that we tried this church this morning. Well, I want to tell you, it's about to get worse. Because there's some people in this place that are about to be released into their destiny. Somebody's going to find their shout again. Somebody's going to find their praise again in this house. Somebody's going to lift up the name of Jesus. Somebody's going to yield. Somebody's going to submit. Somebody's going to say, Lord, I've been battling it long enough, but it's not my will that needs to be done. It's your will because your will is my destiny. Thank you, Jesus. All right. That's what I want you to do. If you're ready to say I've been hindered for the last time. Devil, you might have knocked me back three steps, but I'm coming back four. I was trying to fly and you clipped my wings, but I'm going to run. I was running and you tripped me up, but I had to walk. I was walking and you hurt me bad and now I've had to crawl, but I'm going to keep moving. I'm not giving up on my destiny. If that's you right now, if that's you in this place, devil, you're not going to have my dream. You're not going to have my destiny. I'm staking my claim right here. I'm not moving back. I'm going forward with God today. If that's you in this place, our team begins to play. I want you to step out from where you are. And I want you to gather around this place. And I want you to do like Jehoshaphat did when they went out in a raid against the, in, against the army of the Syrians. They didn't go with their spears and their swords and stuff on the front line, but they went with their praisers. And I'm telling you, we're getting ready to do spiritual battle in this place right now. But we're going to lift a praise to Jesus. We're going to lift a shout of triumph unto God in this place. And we're going to serve notice on the devil that we're moving forward. And he's not going to hinder us anymore. Right now. Right now. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hey, turn that organ back on. These folks getting ready to get their praise on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We hope you enjoyed this inspirational message today. If you would like more information about Faith Assembly, please visit us on the web at faith-assembly.org. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you have a blessed day.